1: Past network.
0: Hey, and welcome back to Action Action, the action movie podcast that watches all the action movies we put them on our list whether they're good or not or action or not (laughs) (laughs) they go on there we are part of the bfop network and this week we watched 1996 one tough bastard roll the trailer james my name's
2: master sergeant john north Not only do you have the pleasure of having me as your drill sergeant, I will also double as your hand-to-hand combat instructor as well. Let me explain something about combat, gentlemen. It's about timing. It's about distance. It's about position. It's about you and me. Today, you're going to find out that not only do you not, not know how to fight, you don't even know what fighting is, but
1: you're going to (laughs) learn.
2: Uh, hello? (laughs) You're so much better at this than I am. Why are you doing this every
1: week? (laughs) Dustin, get back me up here. Uh, you know, I think we've all been yeah. doing fine at it. I don't think you know it doesn't matter. <laughs> no it's one's good. good. <laughs> no, one's good. F- no one's great, but we're all fine. <laughs> we're all we're all fine.
0: I am joined, as always, by my co-hosts John, meow, and
1: Dustin. Hello. <laughs> there we go. At least you Man. know who one of us is. Yeah,
2: Dustin. Come J- on. And then.
1: James, you're the one who's hosting. Just I, like. I'm hosting. <laughs> I'm the house cat and Brian uh apparently is the house cat this week yeah because it's my pick because
0: you know what i watched this movie on my uh favorite streaming service tubi <laughs> jesus christ can we have tubi okay, gets so much <laughs> can we have us. a
2: fucking tubi counter because we just did another podcast <laughs> tubi. About, we just did another one <laughs> and james said fucking tubi like 12 times and we didn't even watch a movie on tubi
1: you know, I gotta I think work He's, it he's in. almost caught up to how many times you've brought up succession. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> When's
0: the last time I brought up succession? Tubi is my succession, okay, John?
2: Let me have this one. Okay, well, one of them has a lot of fucking Emmys, and one of them is Tubi.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> All right, well, uh, we watched One Tough Bastard. This is a Boz movie,
1: aka One Man's Justice, some uh, might know, it as. You know I like what? how
2: shorthand for. Brian Bosworth movies is just a boss movie. It's a boss. It's a boss, a it's a boss flick. We might be the only podcast that is so casual with throwing his name around. Uh, well, if you don't know the Boz.
1: I mean, who are you? What the fuck? If you don't know, now Stop you know. Stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> the dick takes out 80% <laughs> of the listeners.
2: Shut your fucking <laughs> mouth and watch, watch a goddamn Bosworth movie. Uh,
0: so we recently watched Stone Cold again. Again. And... Loved it. I was just like, you know what? I need more boss in my life. And I was on Tubi, and there just happened to be <laughs> another movie of his on there. Uh, well, Stone Cold's not on there, but uh, One Man's Justice, which now isn't on there anymore, by
1: the way. Yeah. Fuck me. Short window.
0: Anyways, so you missed that, John. Dustin, why don't you read the synopsis?
1: All right. When a man's wife and family are murdered, he plots revenge only to find out that the killer is under federal protection, and he must exact his own form of justice.
0: Man, okay. I just want to say,
2: I love this movie. (laughs)
1: Yeah, this movie is talking about fun
2: for a while. Can I say something? Yes. I don't ever want to do a podcast ever again where James isn't excited about the movie (laughs) (laughs) because I find that when. Behind the curtain we, We're doing back to back Episodes here Cause we Fucked up last weekend But When I do it I'm like Oh we're We're doing this And this is a real movie And it's about Film And it's it's about thought, all this shit and, and James comes feelings. in Feelings And it's like what? I have so much more fun When James is like Hey you know what I like This fucking movie <laughs> it's fucking great.
0: Uh, Let's watch it.
2: Brian Bosworth, roll the trailer. This guy fucking
1: rocks cock. (laughs) Well, you know, and we're talking with stone cold, this is 1996. This movie. Yeah. This is his next movie after Stone Cold. There's a five year fucking gap in there where he didn't make any movies after Stone Cold. You know what that is called? What, what the fuck? That's called a fucking shame. It is a shame. What think the of what fuck we could have got. Doing? What we could have got in between those. I'm years. gonna
0: have to watch that
2: documentary you were talking about. Here's my. There, about there is the a, boss. a doc
1: a doc about the boss. The, so a boss doc.
2: I think there's an alternative Spider Man universe in which Brian Bosworth and Steven Seagal. <laughs> flip flip spots and one gets to make a sh- ton of movies and one is Steven Seagal <laughs>
0: well I mean is it just that he came into the game a little too late
1: like well I think that's part of it I mean if he, he if was he early c- 90s with Stone Cold and it, that like we talked about that movie has like the 80s excess feel of, yeah. the, of the 80s action movies so it's kind of like at the trail end of that that run of those types of movies.
0: But this is 96. If you told me this was 92, I'd
1: be like, it makes sense. Sure. It's so like the next year, <laughs> Just yeah. Stone Cold came out. Yeah, sure. um Well, we get that opening running scene. So, you know, you compared him to, to Sagalla John. But here we see that the, the boss can actually run like a normal human being. <laughs> so, this is also
2: a thing that's brought up. Okay. If you, if, if you listen oh, we to go, the then. last episode. Talk about the dollop. <laughs> yeah. They bring up how st- how fucking Steven Seagal cannot run.
1: Well, who couldn't? Who could not notice that he runs like my son?
2: What <laughs> What's
0: that movie? Is it Hard to Kill? Is that Is that the one? That's the Seagal, see? yeah, yeah. That's the, that's one, the one with we, the senator and the blood. Yeah, oh, the blood bank. I'll take you to the blood bank. Mm-hmm. So I actually watched that. I started watching that movie uh, recently, and holy fuck!
1: You got some running in that well, one. Well,
0: he has the running at the beginning. Nice where he's doing his little baby steps. Is that
1: the blood clot? His weird arm no. flailing.
2: Which is blood clot?
1: Mark, Mark to death. death. I thought that one started off with the running. It also does. The, <laughs> it's in his contract. Blood he's clot. He's got to have running. He must blood. have thought he looked really cool when he runs, because he does not. Oh, well. But we've been over that. We've been over this. Bra- Bosworth ago. looks like a normal human being running here. Yeah. I gotta say this. this. movie.
2: Here's, here's my, my original thing. I think I texted this to James while I was watching this. Why was Brian Bosworth not a much larger story. like he was so good
1: yeah and we talked about that during stone cold too like like he's he's very good and he should have been in a lot of these types of movies he did he did make a, a handful of movies more after this one um but you know obviously nothing was huge a lot of direct-to-video type stuff and this is like that as well only stone cold got a theatrical release mm. until later he had like a bit part in the adam sandler uh Longest Yard remake And stuff like that I'm gonna have to Rewatch that Yeah, yeah Cause gotta <laughs> get Some more buzz in you my Gotta life. get more buzz um, I think James Might be the biggest Brian Bosworth, the biggest Brian Bosworth fan I, I
2: actually think That you might be The biggest
0: I, I don't know If there's somebody Who's I more I mean I got a poster Of him on my ceiling In my bedroom
1: <laughs> the sh- With the mullet And the open <laughs> yeah. shirt the, Yeah Basically, Basically
2: Take the, the cross poster cross From Stone Cold And Yeah I gotta tell you this He's hit that He's hit that poster <laughs> <laughs> I got range, Dustin.
1: Okay, good to know.
0: Um, but you do get that opening scene where you get the commando feel, you know, like yeah,
1: with the daughter, with, with, with his running daughter, running the hill, yeah, yeah. hanging out with the daughter. Um, although I will say, I noticed right away that, he, like physically, he's way smaller already in this yeah. movie compared to he was kind of jacked in Stone Cold still from coming off a of football. Uh, so he's, he's You know what he's leaner He's leaner He's still not It's not like he's like Out of shape or <laughs> he's something He's
2: fucking huge
1: <laughs> Yeah He's just noticeably Lost a lot of the muscle That he this. had in the I previous movie I didn't notice that
2: He's fucking massive well, to Well you
1: don't have A Brian Bosworth uh, Poster in your no, closet
2: no. no I'm not fucking I'm He's not meaner fucking.
1: He's
0: leaner He's ready to fuck <laughs>
1: Um, this movie, we see I, him as a drill sergeant. I like his drill sergeant voice. Oh right yeah,
2: and you
0: get the montage of him like teaching his guys how to take somebody down. Yeah, he
1: teaches the hand to hand combat yeah. stuff, and he's very like he's very Seagal style in this in terms of the fighting style. And that's movie.
2: what it was. It, I I I get a lot of Seagal vibes from him, but he's just better.
1: Well, he doesn't. He's not as much of a prick or seemingly at least on screen
2: well he's also willing to
1: like Seagal has a natural arrogance that comes across on screen whereas Bosworth doesn't seem so like um, I think I'm the greatest fucking thing that ever... I think that he really did think that, especially when he was a football player. Right. But uh, How long has he it just doesn't it? come across on screen the same way as with Seagal. He only played in the NFL for like two seasons, I think. What a
2: fucking loser.
1: <laughs> you fucking take that back. <laughs> How dare you. Okay, uh, you know what?
2: <clears throat> fuck Bosworth. Hey. <laughs> James I think is gonna fight me outside. <laughs> well, James and I—we're gonna fucking not talk. We're gonna our fight kids, over Bos. you are gonna get some wrist control.
1: Yeah. You're gonna throw him around like a sack of fucking yeah, shit. Well, exactly.
2: and you would throw me around because you're a lot fucking stronger than I am. But we're gonna—we're gonna break our relationship over Brian fucking Bosworth. <laughs> worth it. Totally worth it.
1: Um, but yeah, so things kick off right away. We see that we got an opening montage. He's the drill sergeant. He's training those guys how to do combat hand-to-hand stuff right away yeah the daughter is like are you and mommy going to get back together <laughs> and he's like you know what yes we are yeah <laughs> he's very but confident about that
0: relationships are difficult
1: <laughs> but then the mom and the daughter happen to go into this gas station yeah and there's a and there's an arms deal that's gone wrong in the parking lot uh,
0: oh man this, this very... opening scene <laughs> that like this corner store scene like <laughs> when this shit goes down it's like the I know where the stakes are, okay? And they're fucking high. They're high. I mean, the wife gets got right away. She gets right killed away. right away, yeah. Okay, then you have the crackhead-looking guy.
1: For, yeah, the, the, yeah uh, Jeff Kober. Marcus. Marcus, who is like this, he, he very much looks awesome. like a meth head. <laughs> He's
2: awesome. Oh, Marcus is awesome. He's perfect. Um, Marcus is great. For
1: some reason, MC Ganey is the... Is the gas station owner, but he has like two lines, and then they kill him. <laughs> I'm like, why yeah, is he even so in this movie? Weird. It's like, what well, was he not? He must have had like a longer scene or something.
2: Mc, I mean, I would love to have drank with mc McGamey.
0: I mean, how much longer of a scene would he have had?
1: like I don't know. It's just weird. Like, like there's there would, like a backstory. Maybe he to had the more the interaction with the with the thieves, but, and they decided to like, nah, let's not go that but way. Let's maybe just he wasn't get shot.
2: as big of a star.
1: At well, that point? no. I mean, this is uh, this is like 96. A, this is around the same time. This is the year before Con Air. So, like, yeah, he'd been in a lot of stuff already. At yeah, this but point. he
2: wasn't like huge.
1: It's not like he was ever a big name. It's just he's a recognizable actor, and he's just, like a very tiny role.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, so there's this. Stand- you
1: have
2: a very tiny role, by the way.
1: Thanks, man.
0: There's there's the standoff uh the cops got the place surrounded um boz is driving home and he's like
1: he wait sees a his second wife's car is his I know that vehicle his wife's car and also then,
2: like how small is this fucking county yeah it oh. just
1: happens to be coming across this
2: oh it's small <laughs> uh, yeah barely <apparently. laughs> uh
0: but then yeah so boz sees his wife's car and then he just does like a walk right into the convenience store cuz He's well, got to do
2: what he's got to do. But the cops know him.
1: Yeah, the cops know who he is because they, they're like the one guy's like, and they're like, John, don't, don't, John no, don't do it, don't do <laughs>
2: it, <laughs> no. He,
1: he gets shot because they see him approaching. They see you shoot him out the went through the window, and that cop is like, No, John, no. <laughs> it's a funny sign <laughs> scene. Uh, but also there's like the way that the thieves are arguing, they're not, yeah, whatever they want to it's call them, so funny. the way they're arguing with each other beforehand, it makes you feel like, oh, these guys are some real characters and we're going to see them kind of have a relationship throughout the movie. Yeah, these guys no, these guys die immediately. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, these guys are going
2: to cut it up
1: throughout the film. <laughs> nope, they just get killed.
2: I, I, I love how like this movie just doesn't give a fuck <laughs> about like expectations. Oh man, it's so
1: hilarious.
0: So he goes in, he's like, No, like exchange me for my daughter
1: This is after you he's know. already been shot once. Yeah, he's already been shot. Also scorpion vibes. <laughs>
2: scorpion. Opening oh, well, is it scorp what's the fucking scorpion? Oh what's god damn it. What's the uh um cobra. Cobra <laughs> I was, I was Cobra like, what's he thinking of? Scorpion. Yeah, <laughs> cobra. Scorpion. Um
0: it doesn't work. He shoots him. Then he tries to get up, shoots him
1: again. Yeah. And after he takes down the other two guys first.
0: Yeah. Now you're supposed to, I guess, know that he shoots the daughter.
1: Yeah. It doesn't show it. It doesn't show I it. I feel like that would be pretty Th- crazy. That's like I'm, too much. I'm
2: guessing they cut that out.
1: Well, they even do the thing where like, okay, so his wife was killed immediately at the scene. And then once he wakes up out of his, you know, he's been out for, what do they cola. say? A couple, like eight weeks, two weeks, something like that. Yeah, he's been yeah. asleep. He comes out and they're. Like, he's like, "Is my daughter still alive?" And they're like, "Not Tec- really. Technically, <laughs> technically, she, we've Kinda.
2: kept we've kept her alive so you can watch her die."
1: Because <laughs> yes, they're like, she's basically brain dead, but she's like still alive. Like being kept alive by machines. I I
0: know, but then you get like an awesome joke later on by the FBI agents. He says something about like Marcus? Marcus. Did you have
2: a
1: hard time like like
0: pulling the plug on your (laughs) dad? What's
1: the name of the FBI agent? Um Carl Savak. Savak. The greatest fucking bad guy we've seen in a while in a movie. (laughs) He's so Bruce Payne is the actor. Um he is by far the best thing about this movie we find out Jeff Kober's character Marcus is working for Savak a dirty FBI agent who looks like the lead singer of fucking White Snake oh man the, I thought he was like fucking in Pearl Jam <laughs> yeah, he's got this huge mane of hair he's got he's for some reason has like three nose rings I'm like the FBI that's exactly agents walk around with fucking nose rings I was ring like
2: how would <laughs> fucking Pearl Jam get into the FBI <laughs> so so Oh, by the way, can I say one thing right now? I just, look, I clicked on him. He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine movies in either post-production or announced.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that I've seen a lot of stuff over the years in fact he was in solar babies that i watched recently but he's like he's also the main bad guy in uh, passenger 57 with wesley snipes so we're gonna have to do that solar babies rules by the way yes we we did talk about that um but yeah he once he's introduced the movie really takes off because he goes he's we've we've like we learned that jeff cober was working for him he goes he gets him out of jail yeah he's he's under
0: fbi protection now right
1: um, and he's like I'm not working for you I'm heading for Mexico And he just like Kicks him in the balls And yeah. he's like
0: It's like you're part Of the po- the
1: pony show You or killed a little girl call. So you're gonna go To the gas chamber If you don't uh, Work for me But then they go To rob those Military guys Because they want These special oh, guns so
2: good. I don't understand Any of this They want special guns But these special guns Need special, special bullets, bullets. Yeah. yeah Which I don't understand At all As a As a non Gun person what what
1: what? Yeah, so I don't know it, it's like just made up they're made these made up machine guns that they want. Um, he's promised this guy Dexter Kane played by MC Hammer <laughs> no seriously played by MC Hammer. I actually I think uh, why well, want to stop for a second I think MC Hammer does a great job. I think he's decent. I mean, he doesn't have a lot to do in the movie. He's basically in a chair in the same room. No, oh, it's one day. Yeah, yeah, it's one day work. It's one day work, but he's he's, he's not bad by any means. If I to, if if you were like oh, I don't that's, think he's comparing to Savak here or anything though.
2: No, but if you were like okay, that's just so and so actor, you'd be like, oh yeah, he did a well. It's a just such a random
1: job. choice, like MC Hammer's in this fucking movie for some reason. He must have known somebody here. Yeah, a friend of his. No, 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 no. Or something. I don't
2: think that we understand how huge MC Hammer was. At the time,
1: well, he wasn't in '96 anymore. Huge.
2: No, but there. What do you in mean? fact, he was he probably... Was in my you know, life.
1: In fact, he was probably doing this for for money because he owed like the government some fucking money or something.
2: Well, he's by, by the way, he's also now he's a pastor. So
1: yes, um, but so when they go to rob these these military guys of these weapons. Uh, this is where we start getting the crazy Savak, like, lines of dialogue. So when they come in, they're threatening these military guys. One of them is Clifton Collins Jr., by the yes. way. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't last very long. I would love he's to. He's like, buddy, this is fucked up.
2: I would also <laughs> love to talk about... So Clifton Collins um. Jr. is one of my absolute favorite actors.
1: He's so great. And I so don't, don't understand why like he's
2: not in everything.
1: <laughs> um, so then Savak says... I've spent the last 36 hours snorting whiskey, drinking smack, and smoking cocaine. <laughs> 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 like, what the fuck? And so then he questions Clifton Collins Jr. and he's he won't tell him what he wants to know, so he yeah. kills him. And then he goes to the next guy, and that guy won't tell him, so he shoots that guy, and then he leans in close to him, he says, love ya, mean it.
2: <laughs> 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 it's, it's so fucking
0: it's, funny. It's so hilarious. But like... <laughs> The first time I watched this I was just like I just thought like <laughs> This movie If you had any other guy Would probably be a good action flick But because you have this guy He's yeah. supposed to be an FBI agent With nose rings And the way he acts <laughs> like a psycho It just like elevates it To like oh, It's, it's so oh, good Yeah I remember
2: when you brought this to us And we were like Hey I watched this film And I was like Oh this can't be good <laughs> <laughs> he's and assuming. it's so good, and I'm like, no, it's
1: good, it's good, <laughs>
2: it's so good, it's so good.
1: Oh, uh, like, it's fun. Uh, <laughs>
2: this movie is fucking crazy.
1: And, and I think it is a lot to do with Savak because, and Bruce Payne is playing him. Because, oh yeah, because I, f- I do feel like Bosworth. Bosworth is good in this movie actually, but he's not as fun as he is in Stone Cold. Because yeah. in Stone Cold, he gets to be a one of the rowdy, crazy characters. Totally. Whereas in this, he's a much more like straightforward. He's a military guy. He's, you know, he's out for, he's getting his revenge, but, and he plays the part part. Well, I think like he, he totally does a solid he, job. He plays it straight. I yeah, think he, he does, does. Yeah. play it really well. I think he yeah. plays it really straight. It's just not as fun of a performance to no, me as the one in stone cold. Savak and Marcus. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the color. They
2: here. really like bring like, and, and you know, maybe we should give more credit to villains. Because they get to have a lot more fun. Yeah, I mean, I he really—he's really, he's really letting loose in yeah. this. <laughs> but like, they—they they get to have a lot of fun in this film, and they're both horrible people. <laughs> like, they're disgusting human beings, and so fucking fun to watch.
1: Um, yeah, and he's so fun, and he, he's got his little crew. Of twi- like of evil FBI guys with him yeah. One of them is this Asian dude whose hair is like Just as long like I'm like why Why would the FBI would never allow this They're like the G-man undercover With like this you know the proper yeah I guess They're deep undercover I don't know what they're undercover for But I don't know um,
2: Oh man we haven't even talked about I can't wait to talk about The baseball game
1: yeah the baseball game Oh my god um, <laughs> We'll get to it
2: This movie is awesome
1: <laughs> Well it just has so many crazy moments and scenes uh. Um the funny thing is once Brian Bosworth, uh, he, okay, he goes and he confronts Savak and he's like, Hey, uh, I've been told that like you have this prisoner and you you know, like I need to know about him cause he's, he fucking murdered my wife and child. And they're like, yeah, sorry, we can't tell anything. <laughs> and he's just like, what the fuck? Uh, and he's like confront He grabs him by the throat and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, you don't want to fuck with me. <laughs> <You> know, <stuff. laughs> um, he, once he finally kind of finds out that that guy is like maybe dirty, he calls him. He's like, Oh, Hey, I got these weapons we should meet. And he's just doing it to like get him off track so he can go in his office and look for information or whatever. Uh, he's like, Whoa, I don't know what you're talking about. Cause he's pretending to be like upright and stuff. And, and right. he's like, well where would you have found out this information And he's like oh I, I heard it from Marcus And so he writes something on a piece <laughs> yeah. of paper And it shows like, things to do And it's like kill Marcus That was s- <laughs>
2: I I I, like, I know it sounds oh, cheesy. Man. I fucking laughed out loud.
1: It's so. I was like, "That is such a great joke." Uh, <sighs> uh, it just cracks me up. Uh, there's and there's like so many moments like that in this movie.
2: It's so fucking funny because you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of like a movie I just watched this like this week, which is again the Big Lebowski, which is like when Lebowski goes to. Um,
1: Jackie Treehorn Yeah
2: When he goes to Treehorn's house And Treehorn like Takes the phone call And And, and then And then he leaves Lebowski the room Lebowski does The classic Lebowski detective does, move where does he... the, Yeah
1: And it's just a dick He stencils on the paper <laughs> <laughs> To see what he's been writing And it's just a drawing of a dick It's so
2: fucking funny uh. Like this movie Is 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 truly hilarious <laughs> It's It's also So mean spirited <laughs> In so many ways
1: well, I think that's funny. The, the thing about the daughter is like, oh, instead of just showing her get killed and saying she was killed too, they're like, oh, let's soften the blow by like having her still alive technically, even though we'll say that she's basically dead. It would have been better to <laughs> kill her. And yeah. But, or even you didn't have to even show it. Like she could have been shot off screen or whatever, but just be like, she also died.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's just supposed to make it so that the audience feels that like the revenge is even more justified right. like yeah. he woke up and found out that his daughter was alive technically
2: right and that, then he had to kill her i think it feels very of the time like
1: i don't think they would do that now yeah it's it's just a weird mm-hmm. way of going about with the movie but they also
2: could have just let the daughter live and he could have just
1: been going at, going after them
2: for the death of the wife
1: yeah. And the fact that they shot his daughter. I think if people... I think people hear, oh, they killed his wife and his daughter. Oh, well, fuck, he's out for revenge and we're going to see him get it. Like They just did it in a very clumsy way. Yeah, it was it's clumsy for sure. And I mean, this is a... a I I believe this premiered on HBO. Like, this is a direct-to-video movie. It's not right. like a theatrical release. And it's not like a ton of money was spent on this, but enough that it feels like a good... Action rental like from back in the day It doesn't feel mm-hmm. doesn't feel particularly cheap But it is also clearly It doesn't have the budget if of I like was Stone Thir- Cold or something
2: If I was 13 and I rented this movie In like Fucking I don't even know how long it would be if The early 90s um, I would have loved this movie Oh yeah for sure What do you mean? If I was 37 and I watched <laughs> this movie In 2022 That's true <laughs> It's fun as fuck and it's Bosworth fun. does this thing where he doesn't get in the way of the movie. Like we're we're gonna compare him to Seagal. Seagull gets in the way of making a good movie. Like See, he's such a fucking drag. The thing about
1: <laughs> Seagal is
2: here we go again. He he had to have all the one-liners,
0: right? Where yeah, he
1: has. The, well, he always has to be the coolest person. Yeah, where he always has to be the most undefeatable. Where like,
2: Savak has all the cool. Yeah,
1: Savak gets all the cool lines One. in this.
2: Yeah, but this is something that we talk about in a in a much more general sense, where we are not in favor of people like um, the Rock or uh, Jason Statham and their stance on um, the Fast and the Furious movies, where they can't lose. Yeah, right. Like, like at a point now, where like you couldn't put the Rock in a coma. And kill his family.
0: Well, you could. He would just have to kill everyone <laughs> after he comes out of it. Which well, is what Bosworth does. Yeah. 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 Um, I do like when he... I, you know, I don't know what part of the movie we're at, but... I, I We're all over the place. One scene I like is when he's going around all those tattoo parlors.
2: Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like laughing at him. Yeah, get out of here! I love that. I thought
1: that (laughs) that was so genuine. I thought that was like really like real. It's like like Venice Beach kind of looks like, and he's going all these weird places, uh, tattoo parlors. Yeah, that's
2: exactly what I thought. I thought it was Venice Beach. I thought it was really cool because it felt like they actually got tattoo artists to be like, hey, how would you react if right, somebody if came like, in Tell me and where this did guy this? Is. Yeah. I actually thought that was a, a really
1: great thing. But then we do have the scene where he he finally finds the guy who tattooed this bat on the guy's neck, on uh, Marcus's neck. It's like, oh yeah, I, I've done that piece before.
0: It's and like I, he just did teardrops for him.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, what does that mean? <laughs> it's like every time you kill someone, you get another teardrop. Do you, yeah. So
2: as children of the 90s, do you remember the teardrop tattoo? Absolutely. The first oh, yeah. time you heard what that absolutely. meant, absolutely,
1: because that is so ingrained in me.
2: Like, as in, like Inside Edition. If you ever run across a <laughs> person copy. with these yeah. tattoos, this is what you need to know: a bumble current affair. Yeah, and it was like, oh fuck.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those, I, yeah, those yeah this trashy kind of cable news shows that yeah. would uh, you know make all these spicy stories out of stuff. So, I, so, but that was another one in this movie with Mikey. He you know his friend is shot for his shoes, shot and killed in the yeah. street for his shoes, and that was a thing we heard about too. Like oh, in L.A. they're like shooting the kids are shooting each other for yeah, their shoes. yeah. Well,
2: at that time it was really racist. It was like are shooting each other for shoes. Tonight at six. Like, it was horrible. Uh,
0: in that tattoo parlor, though, you do get the Steven Seagal-esque... Yes. Um, Fight scene there. Look, uh, I'm not looking for any trouble. I just want some information. And and then he just fucks the place up.
1: Yeah, they, those guys. There's just like five or six guys like sitting around the tattoo parlor who are all like, ready to beat him up. <laughs> like We're all- friends of Marcus's. Like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> but this is where, like, I, I think that Bosworth and Segal are always going to be in this realm, us, action action, compared to each other. Because they're both fucking nobodies who just got to be in
1: movies. And Bosworth is better. Yeah, I mean, I, that's an argument to have. I I, 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 I still like the let's first handful the argument, of Seagull movies. Yeah, okay, let's have it. I mean i think seagal has a cool and we've even talked about this on the show i think he has a cool presence in those in the early first five or six movies he did um whether it's everyone's flavor is another matter i think he's comes across pretty cool in those movies he seems pretty badass in them he fucks people up pretty bad uh i think i think he's a little more convincing in this fight stuff because obviously bosworth learned what he needed to to do this movie and it looks good and everything. I think Seagal's a little more brutal in his movie's like the way he breaks guys arms and shit over Not his to bring oh. up a dollop. Although there is some good stuff. Yeah. Here not in this to
2: while. bring up the dollop again, but they bring that up. they say how Seagal was Not to bring was, it up. <laughs> here we go. was he had a different approach to like the character he played where he was brutal. Yes. He, he was
1: always a brutalizer he in the movies. hurt people. Yes. In, yeah.
2: In a way that like other
1: Yes. Yeah. Action stars. He kind of went the next step that you needed to in, in his movies. And it wasn't like... Yeah. Now that I've got this guy down and he's out, let me just also... I'm just going to break his wrist yeah. at the end. For, I mean, for the fun. thing about Seagal, like,
0: uh, I do like a bunch of his films, and I do think the brutalness is... It's br- an interesting flair that you didn't see in other action stars. But the thing about Steven Seagal is you can like those films, but then it's like how ridiculous he is as a person and how much of a piece of shit he is Mm -hmm. that it's
1: it it it, takes something away from it for sure
0: yeah but at the same time it's just like i don't know i think it's hilarious to make fun of him and to just continuously
1: since It's a tradition that will continue, I'm sure. Right? Like, so,
2: well, there's one person is living in fucking Russia and one person is Brian Bosworth. <laughs> you know yeah, I, mean? I know,
1: but
0: like like, like I, I use it as, a joke.
2: I use it as like um like
0: all the stuff that has come out recently about Bruce Willis. Right, right. People made fun of
1: him yeah. about we, all these. I think mean, we brought it up. Yeah. like straight to video movies. And yeah, straight
0: to video movies and all. that making all this shit? And then we find out what well, we find out, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh shit!
2: Right. I don't feel guilty. We about- shouldn't be no maybe doing that, that. That's not fair because I I don't think that I feel any guilt about making fun of Bruce Willis for doing those things. Because there's no way that we could have known.
0: Well,
1: no,
2: that
0: I, under- he had I understand that the condition
2: that he had. But no, what no I'm just, saying we, is, we
1: learned something, and we're like, oh, well, shit. There's okay. nothing you <laughs> can say
0: about Steven Seagal to make me be like,
2: oh, okay, maybe he's
0: not oh, yeah. a bad you're,
1: guy. You're, yeah, that's <laughs> no. <you're, laughs> that no. Yeah, he's yeah. a piece of <laughs> shit.
2: You no, know, you're you're 100 percent right. Like so, he's truly a monster. Yeah, like he is anyways I know, it's, uh, we, we've about
1: gone it. on a Seagal tangent again I, know I, mean, I think part of that is because in this movie you know Okay, we talk about that scene. He beats the guys up in the tattoo parlor. He's doing it in a very Seagal manner. He's you know he's doing the the kind of judo throws and the yeah you know he doing some of the arm breaks, wrist break stuff. There's that scene where he fights those guys in that garage later, and yeah. he does a real cool neck break, like takedown thing there move. Um, so it's a style that similar. To-
2: I'm, I feel weird. So I'm like listening to you talk, and you're looking at James, and I'm just like over here like nodding, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Neck break. He fucking broke that. That neck.
1: He broke that <laughs> neck
2: and it was fucking awesome. It looks cool. It does look cool. I think Brian Bosworth shows that he's like fucking legit in this movie.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I agree because he we we already knew we loved what he brought to the table in Stone Cold. But here he... he Obviously he learned some actual, you know, fighting stuff. I'm not saying he I have no idea how much training he did, but he did enough to make it credible on screen. Like it looks right. good.
2: I think he did a great job in this film. I I have no problem with Brian Bosworth as an actor in this film. Is he yeah. is he Bruce Willis? No, he's not <laughs> gonna he's not Bruce Willis. He's never gonna be. It's okay. We can have different
1: tiers of what we're looking for.
2: Yeah. But is he a great action? Star, he's not gonna have the fighting chops of like um, Chuck Norris. Like he's not gonna have that. But I like him as an actor better than Chuck yeah, Norris.
1: Sure, sure. He's uh, he's a lot more. I don't know. He's just more personable than Chuck Norris. Exactly.
2: Right?
0: Do you think though, like the movie quality between this and Stone Cold, it is of the quality of any Steven Seagal, Chuck Norris, Jean Claude Van Damme movie, like. Uh, yeah, I um,
1: I think almost close, very close. I mean, I, I think there's I would a, bit of a money gap here. Where sure, but like, there's the way that it's the film itself looks doesn't necessarily look as good as some of those movies might. There's you know like we have a chase scene later that isn't all that well I, done. I, I think kind of it's
0: thing. a victim of the time it came out. I, I agree yeah, with That's changed. what sure, I think.
1: Sure, that 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 action movie market had. Died out in a sense, or gone in totally different directions. Like we were getting the much bigger budget '90s action movies, like your Bad Boys, your whatever. But like but.
0: those, so like Chuck Norris, Steven Seagal, Jean Claude Van Damme, like they all had their start in the '80s, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, Bosworth is coming in late. He's coming to this type of game, exactly. Yeah, so.
2: yeah. He, it, this, I always say this: it, it's stacked against him,
1: like it's. He, he's really at the tail end of the video store heyday, right? Uh, like you get the, right, yeah. through the 90s, we still had the video stores, but it was like, you know, the 80s was the king of that time period yeah, where right. we were just pumping out all these kind of movies if week after week. There was different types of movies that people were in. Like n- thrillers became a huge thing in the 90s. Like, so there was some step away from this type of Stallone Schwarzenegger type. Yeah. Meat and t- potatoes potatoes. I would say
2: he's 10... Years late to the game, the everything was changing, and you have actors like you have Schwarzenegger, like no one's taking the mantle from him.
1: You mm-hmm. know what I mean? At that time, like, and even at this time, Schwarzenegger was really kind of winding down. Like, you know, we had um, True Lies a couple years before this movie came out, and then you know you had a racer, but then that was kind of the end of his big action movie era. But really?
0: true lies is more like a big blockbuster Oh it's huge, uh, right? a huge blockbuster so, movie. So but like if he had had like a movie like this or Stone Cold ninety, ninety one, ninety two, ninety-three, like that's like that would have been the sweet spot. But you would have had to have all that like build up before then. Yeah. I you agree. know what I mean? Yeah. You would have had to have a career in right. the late
2: eighties. Yeah. Yeah, he's ten years late. Yeah. So
1: but, but I think he,
2: that Bosworth could have been a great.
1: Yeah, he, he's a, he's kind of like you guys are saying he's dis, he's displaced by the time period. He could have been just as big as like Dolph Lundgren or any of those guys in the eighties. Oh, were, easy, right? yeah, especially Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. Yeah, I mean, that's a, like, I think that's a good he fucking looks level. like him.
0: Yeah,
2: this
1: <laughs> yeah. like um, blonde fucking
2: haired fucking Nazi.
0: What did you guys think of the relationship he had with the with Mikey? The kid?
1: Yeah, Mikey. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That was kind of fun. That stuff. I thought it was, it was really it was, sweet. It was I, sort of a weird direction that I didn't think the movie, like I didn't realize the movie would have. That I mean, kind of Marcus has him it.
0: going like on a bus to change to,
1: to sell smack. For, yeah. What is he? Tr- he's doing? He's trying to like trade coke for heroin or something. Yeah. Something. They're like trying
2: that. to trade like a, a, a kilo of coke for two kilos of heroin. I think.
1: Yeah. Because Marcus. Once he's Savak has like Put him out there again He goes straight to To Kane And he's like Oh let me work for you Let me sell your drugs Cause I think he wants to He wants to make money So he can like Fuck off right So yeah, he doesn't he, have to He just wants to leave He doesn't want to be around anymore Cause Savak is You know such a Son of a bitch And everything um is awesome (laughs) so then marcus just gives every i mean it seems like a foolish plan on marcus's point because he's like just trust me mr kane just let me have these drugs i'll turn it around for you it's so fast 24 hours you'll have your money and then he gives them all to this fucking like 10 year old yeah (laughs) and he's like yeah come back with the mikey and then he's even asked for his money up front the kid (laughs) he's like I need my money up front and he's like so <laughs> was well, that
2: Mikey kid was his mom
1: the FBI agent oh, his mom was the one was who worked, the worked cop. in that she worked at that office yeah where she told him right yeah uh, there's he, that
2: brutal scene earlier though where Mikey's walking and he sees his friend get well yeah that's down. what I yeah, was talking about shoes. right like
1: his shoes they wanted his shoes so that they was shot him fucking brutal Um, And that's why Mikey wants money Because he wants to buy his own gun So he can like protect himself on the streets And also he wants to get back at the That white kid that looks like a fucking Like 90s skater he wants to get back at him Yeah for killing his friend
2: Yeah and to be honest Like I was Kind of in his pocket at that point I was like yeah like Well the kid I think does a great job Do it like go Like that kid is the best actor possibly in the movie (laughs) He's good
0: uh, but then you get the whole, like, uh, what do you need a gun for to get revenge? And right, and then Boz he challenges like,
1: Bosworth. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In the diner. <laughs> In the diner. Yeah. I wish the now, boss taught
2: me a lesson. I think
1: that stuff is all pretty decent, but it does slow the movie down. It does slow a the bit. movie down. Like, I feel like this one, the pacing is a little less frenetic than Stone Cold as well. I keep comparing it to Stone Cold because that's the only other Bosworth movie I've yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. But. Um, so there are some like slow moments in this, I think for sure, as it goes along. But then every time Savak shows up, it just like picks right back yeah. up again.
0: So now you have you have Savak trying to he's trying to do this deal with uh Dexter and he's trying for these guns and for the these ammo. guns and the ammo and like trust me, I'll deliver and all this stuff, right? But at one point he like pulls over his brother
1: yeah, he dress, They dress. Up, he dresses as cops, and they pull. Yeah, him it's over. like
0: motorcycle cops, and it's like, don't you know it's illegal to drive while wow, dead? dead?
1: <laughs> Boom! Yeah, and then so fucking funny. unload on those guys. Kill, yeah. his, kill the kill Kane's brother and his wife, I guess.
0: Oh, actually, sorry. I do like how Savak and uh, Marcus meet at the baseball game while they're practicing, and yeah, Savak just game. like throws his hot dog. Yeah, or into, Marcus's into Marcus's
1: face, face. <laughs> <laughs> and he has it all over his face. Yeah, it's just <laughs> mustard on his face, and he just got to sit there and eat shit.
2: <laughs> and I think Savak. I think that we should do a. Um, oh, I, I think what has to happen is eventually we have to do a um, Sweet Sixteens type, like <laughs> villains. Yeah, a villains.
1: And Savak has to be on it because he is so great. He's fantastic. And I mean, when you, especially when it's a type of movie like this, that probably not that many people have seen, like we talked about probably not that many people have seen Stone Cold. Well, at least that got a theatrical release and yeah. you can find that on Blu-ray. I don't know if you can get One Tough Bastard on Blu-ray or not, but it doesn't feel like a movie that probably hardly anyone has seen really. Um, That's
0: why I'm so glad I watched it because
1: yeah. Yeah. If you hadn't well, seen, if it wasn't for Tubi, we wouldn't even be here yeah. right now. <laughs> Exactly. Are we Tubi. starting Tubi cast? Tubi. I think we should contact Tubi and do a
2: fucking podcast for them.
1: There's the other moment with Savak when he goes to the gas station and he finds one of those guys. The other because there's that other group of guys who are also trying to get a hold of those guns, right? And you know they stay, like kind of steal them out from under him in that opening sequence with the military guys. Um, and he's like, he's got the gas station gas pump and he's lit it on fire and he lights his own cigarette from it. I'm like, man, that would fucking scare the shit out of me. And then he tells he says to the guy, guess how Webster's defines Inferno? <laughs> <And> then he <laughs> shoots the flames I into mean, the car and just torches the fucking guy. That is an awesome The whole scene. gas station blows up. That is so it. awesome. But it feels
2: like a move that's written by people like us. <laughs> it's so awesome. Of just so being, being cool. like, I'm going to put this in the script and I guess they can decide I mean like the guy who wrote this Stephen excuse me Stephen Selling this is the only movie he's ever written
1: what a shame oh really He probably must have done some TV work or something, but nothing, nothing. That's it it.
2: on IMDb. This is it. Nothing. This is one shot. Yeah. He got one shot. That's probably an account. Wild. But you know what? That guy is a king and he's living his best fucking life. Okay. But,
1: but let's talk about the director, Kurt Wimmer. Now, apparently Kurt Wimmer was actually kicked off of this movie very early on for some reason. Yeah, And Kurt Anderson took over. (laughs) Kind of weird. Kurtz and Kurtz. But anyway, um, Kurt Wimmer also directed Equilibrium and ultraviolet and he wrote he co-wrote like salt equilibrium law-abiding citizen the new total recall. The, the total recall reboot point break reboot uh thomas crown affair so this guy's made a lot of real movies and yeah, been involved in a lot of real movies
2: equilibrium is one of those movies where like i i wish i could view equilibrium in the brain of a person in 2002
1: (laughs) yeah for the rest of my life well yeah i'll say this the action is awesome in equilibrium it's just like the story wasn't nearly as compelling as i remembered it being when we watched it again for the show
2: and i think that like fucking equilibrium is like i think equilibrium is
1: fucking rad it's just it's it's very stylish and cool and everything
2: yeah it just doesn't it
1: didn't age well which is like Sucks. Well, because it's a sci-fi movie, and it wanted to get across, like, oh, look at these. Here's some lofty ideas for you. But then when you watch it, you're like, yeah, okay. Well, we've seen this kind of thing a lot, and it's not all that compelling, really.
2: You don't
1: like Gun dude? Gun. The Gun part's awesome. I'm talking. Plus, about, Gun- I'm talking Ka- more about the plot of the movie. Fucking Gun just
2: <laughs> sounds cool.
1: Um, but yeah, I don't know. So we get to, there's the, we get the, we got to get to the baseball scene because the
0: okay before that there is the meetup with marcus and savak in that abandoned house and uh savak's like ah i knew it of course it's you right then he finds out it's boz that has the guns right and then boz is like all i want is marcus yeah and he's like
1: like, like, all right he says it in a (laughs) way he's always got a style of everything he does and
0: so they're having like a shootout and stuff and then marcus kind of gets away and then Boz sees well uh, Boz
1: is gonna kill him but then he can't cause he thinks about what Mikey told him about the revenge stuff
0: yeah at the end yeah but like he kind of gets away and he's like running through the the building oh, yeah, and he the, can't yeah, find him and in. then here comes Boz and he's like looking in the hallway and then here's Savok sitting on the stairs and he's like check the fire
2: escape <laughs> oh man I thought that was okay. <laughs> it's just so. Like- so I thought that scene was so fucking fucking cool because I thought that what was going to happen was it was going to be like this like interaction. And then, you know, they kind of push Boz into a, uh, I don't know, there's a term for this, but like, like a shoot in which he ends up having to deal with Savak. Savak, is that? Yeah, Savak. But instead of actually doing that, they just have him sitting there as like, he's a part of this. And I thought that was
1: so funny. He's like directing them. It's like, he's kind of got these, he's got them both and he can just like, it, it works to his benefit, whatever happens. Yeah. Like if, yeah. yeah you, if, you, if Marcus so much... somehow manages to kill Bosworth, then great. If Bosworth kills Marcus, I don't give a shit. Like yeah. whatever. <laughs>
2: Dustin, <laughs> like, you put it so much better than I could. Like, so, like mm. I thought like this guy, this character is truly one of my favorite villains, honestly, of all of the movies we've watched. Like he's like rocketing into the top ten. <laughs> he's he's a
1: ama- man. He's amazing. He's so good. Um. So once Bosworth doesn't kill him and Marcus runs off and he's like, ugh, he's like now I gotta find him and <laughs> kill him. Like thanks a lot or whatever. Yeah. They take Bosworth prisoner and like arrest him, quote unquote, because he's got all the guns in his trunk.
0: Yeah. And then Marcus gets picked up by MC Hammer's crew.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And then uh, basically, if they don't get the drugs back,
1: yeah, like he's a certain amount of time. If Mikey doesn't show up, then then they're gonna bag him. But yeah, right. We've have, seen a few scenes where MC Hammer has these people like suffocated with bags. Yeah,
2: but then you have the the like, eventually God, like, you gotta
1: let go and get gone or something like that. Yeah,
2: I thought those scenes were good, but then you have like the execution scene at the baseball diamond. Well, yeah, yeah so, so Savak yeah.
0: brings the guns to... To Kane. To Kane, and then Kane's, like, yeah. right-hand man is like, you still
1: pitch for the FBI or whatever? Yeah, because they've been having those baseball and, games and he's with like, the cops.
0: he's like, yep. And then um He's like, Didn't Savok, a baseball fan. Yeah, Savak yeah. is like, they took the bait.
1: Right, and we see that the agent that he's working with is Neil McDonough, who's in a shitload of movies, but, like, in this movie, he has, like, again, such a small part um you know he's been in like he was in captain america as uh as captain america's buddy in the, in the war he's in band of brothers he's in tons of my, minority report he's in tons of movies neil mcdonough uh he's the bad guy in the walking tall movie with the rock and oh, stuff yeah, like that yeah. but, he, but he's just basically in like two scenes in yeah. this
0: movie um so they they dexter's crew heads to the baseball game and they're like walking through left field yeah. They're walking through left field and they just start opening.
1: They got the big machine guns, yeah. which we did get to see Boz fire one earlier and blow up a Jeep with it because it's got this crazy ammunition and whatever.
0: Yeah. Wait a second. They're, we're not killing anyone with these Yeah, guns. nobody's
1: dying at the baseball game. We see the awesome shot of Savak with his baseball hat yeah. on when he like <laughs> he's pitching and it shows that... <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
1: so, he's the perfect he's villain He's like such a, a great villain
2: So I, I, this is what I'm saying I'm uh. saying We need to have a March Madness Of like villains I mean, versus heroes
0: Just his performance alone Is worth watching this Absolutely. movie yeah. Okay
2: <laughs> Have we watched an actor Commit this hard in a, like? How long has it been Well
1: the funny part is too like yeah is he over the top for sure but i, I don't feel like he's, he's chewing like con- the scenery as much as, a, as some villains do in i movies. know but it's he's like-, like a comic book villain yeah, yeah, for sure. Right, like I love him.
0: Like he's in everything. Even when you're and talking he, about that
1: scene where he's sitting in the hallway and he's telling him go to the fire escape. Yeah, you could almost see like him as a evil like Disney cartoon villain. Like, go check the fire escape. <laughs> like he's just got this yeah. like.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and talking to you, James, is like so great because it makes me just love him so much more. Like, like I love. Doing these episodes where somebody comes in and is like such a cheerleader for it. It just makes me like so much happier that I watched it. Because I watch this movie being like starting off being like, oh, fuck, I don't want to watch this fucking movie. It's gonna be a goddamn drag. Like, whatever. And then I'm going through it and I'm like, this movie fucking <laughs> this, this movie's movie is pretty fucking fucking good. I'm talking to my wife, and I'm like you watching this shit? Because <laughs> this shit's fucking fire. Yeah. And I, now uh, I get to actually talk about it and be like... She's
1: like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah I remember, don't get it. Remember when they, do you remember when they
2: killed his family uh, at like 15 minutes? Like, that was fucked.
0: I So I do like at the baseball game when everyone turns around and they all pull their guns yeah. out from their...
1: Yeah, and they're all uh, because they're all ready for this and then they're like, what the fuck? And he's like, blanks.
2: (laughs) I love how they make
1: all of the FBI agents complete fucking dorks. (laughs) Like, because they're all like super lame. I mean, this part is the plot is a little convoluted because Savak dressed as a cop to kill Kane's brother so that Kane would think the police assassinated his brother. So yeah. that then he would once had the, he had the guns from Savak in the deal. Then he'd send them all down there to kill all these cops and FBI agents. Then they all just turn around and like shoot all of, yeah, that of makes, Kane's guys. <laughs> that makes, that makes perfect
2: That's sense. all we need. So <laughs> it makes perfect sense. You telling me you couldn't put that in a report? You fucking
1: idiot. <laughs> but then we get the cool final showdown on the roof. Um, with, with Savak and, and Bosworth. Uh, there That part is hilarious to me. Like the fight's pretty decent the hand-to-hand stuff. Then once Savak gets some space, he like pulls out two handguns and he's got Mikey's a hostage and stuff. He like throws them down out of the way. And he's running across the rooftop and he's shooting his two handguns at Bosworth who has to like dive behind some fucking whatever stuff on the roof. And he's, but he's firing these two handguns and, they, and he's shooting them so fast that they sound like fucking machine guns. He's like, it's like, yeah, I what? know. <laughs> it's also like
2: the fucking. Okay, so as a person who, once again, Some John Woo knows, shit. knows nothing about guns and always goes to you, Dustin, <laughs> who understands guns a little bit more than I do, is like, did I make this movie? <laughs> because. because I don't think that's how guns work.
1: I, I mean, don't you, think you used to, You could have machine pistols But those aren't But he you has. don't
2: get to just Shoot from the hip And Yeah And, but he's, and, and just and, like
1: He's pulling the trigger So fast yeah. Like it's like It's not possible But it sounds and looks cool It, <laughs> it looks all, cool <laughs> as fuck but, but it's also like That's not the most effective Way to kill the person That you're no. trying to kill <laughs> He's like laying down fire I guess So that he can try to escape Or something Yeah but that's
2: usually What happens when like you have another person laying down fire. Yes. Yeah. So that you can escape, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't make uh, anyway.
1: It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I love it. But it looks, I love it. it looks fun. I, I,
2: I think there should be more movies like this. I think James would agree, where it's just yeah. like fucking throw everything at it. Like, who gives a fuck? None of this makes any sense. That's good. <laughs> the more that you can make it like be completely ridiculous. The be- the funner it is. I I think there's a lot of movies
0: you haven't seen that are in, from the early 90s that are like this. Because <laughs> <laughs> like a- I've watched a few I lately. Say, We've I got feel some like there's a lot of movies
2: mind. that James has seen that...
1: <sighs>
0: I've been watching lots of Tubi
1: lately, <laughs> and I'll tell you. Um, I don't know if there's any other real big moments, like... They have their fight. Uh, Savak ends up getting thrown off the roof. He falls a long ways and lands on a piano, <laughs> which is kind of so it's a funny. grand way to die. Eh? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's funny that well, I think, is that a joke on the sense that like, on the on like the trope of like a piano falling on people, like yeah, usually it, a piano falls on and someone. Instead, it's like it's a person falling falls on the piano. Like, that's funny. I respect <laughs> that. I like it. It
1: kind of seems out of nowhere because it doesn't like tie into anything about the movie, really. But I it's love, fun.
2: <laughs> I love all the shit that involves fucking Savak um, um, talking to like the army people, like the yeah the, yeah the PIs or whatever the fuck they're called. Like, I think Dallas shit is so funny when he just like summarily executes everybody. Well, almost
1: everything he says in the movie has like some fun, has some fun flair to it. Like even the beginning when he goes into the to get uh, Marcus out of the prison and she's like, are you police? And he's like, are you cop or whatever? And he's like, I'm the cop.
0: What? Yeah,
2: is his character one of? The-
0: but I, I think it's just it's his complete disregard for any consequence, yeah. right? He he goes through the whole entire movie, and anything he does, there there are no consequences
2: to what he does.
1: Yeah, so he can just do and say whatever. Well, he we wants. we learned that in, internal affairs are looking at him, but I mean they must not be looking very hard.
2: Yeah. No, yeah. I, th- I think James is totally right though. Like, like he he walks around the film. As being like, I can... He danced between the raindrops. Right. Yeah, and, he, he can get away with whatever he wants. And it's so fucking funny. <laughs> so funny.
1: And yeah, Apparently so he's violent. such a good FBI agent that he's allowed to have that hair. And I love <laughs> and those, those nose rings. Nose rings.
2: <laughs> I, I know it's stupid, but it's just like, the choice of giving him nose rings in 1995 <laughs> is so fucking funny. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Should I mean, rate it doesn't this make bitch? any sense But it's amazing in it's own way yeah. yeah
2: we should rate it Let's do it It's your movie James Where, How do you want to do this?
0: Uh, well I can go first So um, So my personal reaction is a 7 Fucking love this movie I think it's awesome um, My overall score ends up being a 6
1: though That seems low But you know what yeah, It is what it is um my reaction's a 6 and my overall score ends up being a 6 as well.
2: And mine is a 6 and a
1: 5.8. All right, so that's an
0: overall
2: score of 5.9. So that's a uh that's a tie between um three movies. So we have The Last Boy Scout, uh, Conan the Barbarian and Showdown in Little Tokyo.
1: Ooh, James it's your film. I'll Do go you want to go last or first? Okay, doesn't go ahead. Oh, man. I love Short on Little Tokyo. That's another movie it's I think so that's good. very similar in terms of the kind of movie it is, yeah. type of action movie it is. Um, good level of fun. Um, I like Conan the Barbarian. I know you guys weren't the biggest fans of that. I think Last Boy Scout should probably be higher on this list, and we, we will be redoing it at some point because we never put that one out. Yeah. Um, so I'm expecting it'll go up at some point because that's a pretty low rating for that movie. Yeah. Um, I would have I would have to put it behind Showdown Little Tokyo. I think that one's just a little bit more fun because you got the one two punch of Lundgren and Brandon Lee in that. Yep. Yeah. But
2: it, it wouldn't be by a lot. <laughs> well, what was the what's the line, James, from Showdown Little Tokyo?
1: Oh, there's the dick. The, oh, dick, the, joke. Dick, the dick. The dick. dick line? Joint.
2: Um. Oh, I thought I you would have that. I, I don't know. You think about that. I am gonna go ahead, James, and I'm gonna agree with Dustin. I'm going to say this goes behind all of them. Um, no disrespect to this movie, because I think it's 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 great. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I would put it ahead of Conan the Barbarian, but behind Showdown in Little Tokyo. <laughs> right, but, which isn't an option. <laughs> but that's not an option. So. My gut was to put it between the two. Um, but I would have to agree. I mean, Showdown in Little Tokyo is just... It's so fun. Yeah, it's so fun. So, as much as I love this movie, um, and I think it will only get better
1: uh, over, rewatches. <laughs> over
0: rewatches, yeah, in time, um, I think it should go behind shoot on a Little Tokyo. So, it doesn't break our top 100, but it is at 102. So.
1: But what a fun fucking movie! yeah this is the one to, to search for I don't know if it's on any other streaming services or if you can find a D- uh, DVD online or something but yeah. you should download it you should illegally watch it. who <laughs> gives a shit if they're not going to give you an opportunity to watch so here's
2: my thing if they're not going to give you a legal opportunity to watch it like yeah. download it like yeah, I mean like nobody says that really but like it's we want to watch these films. Like
0: John's this. opinions are do not,
2: not reflect <laughs> the Bfop
1: Network's stance, <laughs> or action action I've, stance. I gotta say, I forgot we were on the network <laughs> every day. Uh, um, but like, watch if it's, this, it's not available. You know, you're gonna have to find a way to make it available. Yeah, watch this, this fucking thing, right? movie. Like, it's it's not cool that we
2: can't watch this film. So yes. watch this fucking movie. Agreed. All
0: right. Well, uh, thanks guys. I, I guess that's it. So thanks for listening. Uh, check us out on Instagram at action, action podcast. Uh, we're also on letterbox. That's where our list is at action, action, and we'll see you next week.